0: Welcome to the Boom or Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast 2023. If you like what you hear today, make sure to follow us at Boom or Bust NRL on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the podcast. Good evening and welcome to the Boom or Bust NRL Fantasy Podcast for round 25. I'm your host, Stuart Lorden, tonight. I'm joined by uh, Mr. Consistent, the physio Mitch. How are you going? I'm all good, mate. How are you? Good, good. Mate, I don't know what's happened to the other two, but at least I got you to chat to tonight.
1: That's it, mate. I've come
0: in clutch for you. All right. Well, look, mate, how did you go last week? It was a bit of a soft run for a lot of people. How did you go? Look, not particularly well,
1: but that's to do with me banking trades for our family league, mate. So I rolled in with 14 uh, players because I don't give a shit about overall. So I racked in uh, 836 points, but I reckon all things considered, that's not too bad a score, right?
0: No, last week there were a lot of ugly scores out there. Uh, look, I scraped in with 16 players for a 9.25 and including an HIA in there. So I got very lucky and uh, just slid back a couple of places to 27th. So, uh, which is, is not great, but, you know, it wasn't ruinous. So looking at this week, let's talk about the leagues. Mitch, your competitive leagues. Uh, we we must be near grand finals.
1: It was the grand final, mate. So- in the uh, the beer league, we'll call it, or the beer company, had Gusbro Angus Brown winning with uh, nine hundred and thirty-five points over Bryson's Henchman. And the top league, the the main competition, Luke Watt Red Herrings, uh, won with nine hundred and eight. So well done, mate! You overcame Lloyd Mitchell, Queenslander, forty-nine
0: by five points. So that's a pretty handy, handy victory, mate. That's a close one. Now Nick, Nick fortunately sent his leagues in. And the best part, I was wondering why he hadn't sent them in already, and it's possibly because in league number one, the newbie league number one, he lost the grand final. Uh, 962 versus 962 to Cooper McDowell. So I think Cooper's won by recount by the look of this because he's got the bold text. So well done to you, Cooper. You've won the league. And uh, in the Charge League, uh, it looks like, Jared Davis, uh, Failford Flyouts one against Jay May. Well done to you both. Uh, in newbie League number two, uh, we're moving to preliminary finals this week. So we've got Nick uh, versus Jasmine Junkies. Uh, Marcus Enderby, mate. I think you might have Nick there. Uh, Fafita, this in your house versus... Uh, so Michael Lewis versus Sean Giddings. I reckon, unfortunately, Fafita's is going to get up for this one. And in the reportage League, it looks like Carl uh, Griffiths versus Dale Kennedy. I think Carl's going to get up there by the look at this scoring. And Tang Pootie. <laughs> I was like, is that a real name? Yeah, yeah Tang Pudi versus Matt Downey. I think uh, Tang's going to win there unless Matt's got about seven trades up his sleeve. So that's that's the newbie comps. Now, it looks like in Boomer Must Competitive League number two. So there were a few good games last week. Uh, but we're into the preliminary finals. Uh, So to work out who's in the grand finals uh, coming up. So let me just have a look here, fixtures. Oh, goodness me, I've just lost it. This is great podcasting here. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Fixtures are round 25. So we have uh, myself versus uh, Caleb Rungakea. I think I'll probably get you there, unfortunately, mate they got Matt Hurley versus Nathan Affleck. Uh, I reckon Nathan will probably win that one. So grand finals next week. And obviously in chaos mode, this one, this one's too good, Mitch. So a good friend of the podcast, Dean, has been tuning me up all week. He changed his team's name to Stu's Daddy. Yep. And I just clipped him (laughs) with 16 players. Oh, wow. And do you know the reason why? Matty Tomoko, in the last 10 minutes of the game that he played, lost 12 points. Oh, wow. So he had you until then? He had me until then because he he was playing, and then he a few errors, and uh, then he got binned, professional foul. Oh, my God. Sorry, high shot. So, yes, not good at all. So I got very lucky there. So I won 925 to 919. Uh, Shane versus Patrick Jurd. Uh, Patrick Jurd won that one, 972. Great score. Uh, In the other half of the league, uh, Jamie Mills just got up on his side. And Dwayne Watteri also won over Theo Vereen. So all done. So this week looks to be some good finals there for um, uh, for the semis. So good luck to everyone. So that's the end of the leagues for this week. Now, Mitch ton of injuries a lot of people out for the season what are we looking at
1: yeah we are getting to that point mate where teams are sort of mailing it in because they can't make the finals and i think we're seeing a few surgeries so let's tee it off uh first one is uh you know the dolphins not looking good at all so jeremy marshall king uh and uh, Aaron Clark have both been ruled out for the season due to surgery, as has Tanner Boyd. So three players, obviously one from the Dolphins, two from uh, the Titans are gone. In addition to that, Connelly Lemuelu, Kemi Bromwich, and Hamaso Tabofito are all out with HIAs. Ray Stone uh, is going to continue to be out with that broken toe. So that must be pretty painful because for an NRL forward to be missing, uh, honestly, more than a couple of weeks means that uh, he's done a reasonably good job on that. So, you know, we might not see him for the rest of the season given that, uh, you know, uh, there's only a couple of weeks left. Mm. Uh, Kieran Foran, mate, sternum injury. He's gonna be out as well. Uh, That looks to be a week-to-week proposition. So to me, it seems like that sort of uh, rib cartilage issue that we've seen with a few players in the past. And again, with only a couple of rounds left, are the Titans a chance of actually making the eight Uh, at this
0: point? Like, it's so mathematical. Technically, if everyone in front of them loses, right? Yes. And loses and they win by 50 each week, but it's unlikely.
1: Okay, So, so, you know, again, like he's out this week. You may not see him for the rest of the season. Maybe he plays around twenty twenty seven 27 um, if he comes good, but I certainly wouldn't expect to see him this week, obviously, and, and and perhaps not the week after. That said, AJ Brimson, who's been struggling with that pubic injury the entire year, is returning from that oblique strain that he had. Hopefully, he can finish out the season and sort that injury out for 2024. Jackson Hastings has been named this week. Now, that surprises me with that syndesmosis injury. My feeling is... Uh, obviously, it is a low grade and has been listed as such. And I do think he will play, just based on where Newcastle is and what they need to do to make the eight. Uh, mm. For people who do own him, though, I would suspect that he will be the you know absolute uh, total dinner suit role, and the majority of the playmaking is probably going to go through Kalen Ponger and and really uh, his half that his five eighth in. Oh gosh, the name's just left me here. He's a Brisbane player. Stu, help me out.
0: You know what? Uh, I'm doing the tonight. exact same. Tyson Gamble.
1: Thank you. Uh, it, a lot of the ball playing is going to go through the two of them. So any Jackson Hastings owners, I would I would certainly look to get off him because while I think he'll play through it because of the knight's position, I can't imagine he's going to be doing too much. And even kicking is going to be down, downstew because uh, I'm not sure they haven't listed what side of this, but it really doesn't matter because he either has to stand on the uh, badly. It's, it's his
0: right foot, so it's his kicking foot.
1: It's uh, it's highly unlikely that it, that's yeah. even worse than having to stand on it. So well, look, that, I think it's, it's good
0: news for Caelan Ponga but apparently the, the reason why it's not as bad as it could be is because it was his injured ankle. So I'm guessing that they've got the tightrope already in there. So sure.
1: But that- uh, syndesmosis is a syndesmosis. Like, it's it's really not a good injury. You know, I give people shit about, you know, going on about lateral ligament sprains, which is sort of the stuff below that. Syndesmosis is nasty in with any grading like that. He'll be quite uncomfortable. Um, Fair enough. But but you, you're quite right. You're quite right. Uh, having the tightrope in there is probably what stopped it. That said, had it gone with the tightrope in there, that would have been pretty bad. Um, it's one of those things. It's like when you get screws in your arm and you break it again, that's that's not great. Uh, okay. So the other two who are going to be out, Ben Treboivich and Brad Parker have also uh, failed head injury assessments, so they're going to be out this week. And uh, Mitch Barnett is going to be out as well for stitches he received for a laceration below the knee. So, once against you, I didn't see that because I didn't get to watch much footy on the weekend. But again, to miss a game uh, due to stitches, that must have been one heck of a of a cut. A cut. Yeah, it looked like it must it be an absolute. Nasty because seriously these guys play through all manner of uh pain like he's probably been told by the doctor hey there mate you you play on this and run on this it will come open yeah. during and,
0: the game and it's, it's i'm guessing also possibly started with an infection in there like if it's a bit infected yeah that's right or, or the,
1: the risk is that it will get reinfected mm-hmm. um by playing on it so spot on there uh and then in other news obviously it's not an injury list. Uh, style thing but both Angus Crichton uh, is coming off that MCL injury and we're finally seeing Sam Walker named at 18th man so once again Stu do the Roosters have a mathematical chance of making it. Uh, the
0: a? They've got more than mathematical but they've got, a, they've got a kind of they could lose by just other teams winning you get what I'm saying? Right. The, yeah
1: I do so destiny is not in their hand but they have a
0: chance. Exactly they've just got to win everything and hopefully other people lose so just having a look at the ladder here they're in 10th or 11th they're in 11th Uh, they're up on the same points as the Eels just behind on 4 and against because they're minus 84 on 4 and against yep Uh, the downside is the Eels have a tough run so they've got uh, the Roosters this week so that'll kind of determine that spot Uh, then they've uh, got the Panthers so they've only really got the bye as a guaranteed win over the next couple weeks for the Eels with Mitch Moses out and the Cowboys are uh, looking at this uh, and the Rabbitohs are one game ahead of them. Yeah, okay. So basically what I'd say, Sam Walker will, will not play this week. Name date,
1: man, I don't think he'll slot in, but I wouldn't be surprised if they suddenly become an even greater mathematical chance that we see him mm. uh, next week. Uh, final news, Mitch Moses out with a fractured eye socket. I think pretty much everyone knows that. So he's going to, I think he had surgery today, so he'll be out for at least the next six weeks. And uh, the Dragons are going to see the return of both Zach Lomax and Francis Molo. So, Stu, I'm glad I didn't sell Lomax because I felt like that might be just a one-week AC jointer. And I I I held too. as a result
0: of it. Ah,
1: you son of a bitch. Uh, I held
0: two because I was there. I watched the injury. It just looked like he he fell a bit on it a bit awkwardly. It looked like he was able to play at the game. It happened in the 40th minute. If he was cooked, he would have been off.
1: That's exactly right. And it's probably one of those things, again, their season's in the toilet. So they're not, you know, going to play and, him when he's in heaps And of they pain. would have
0: been a lot closer in that game if he was kicking goals. Ben Hunt missed a couple.
1: Yep. So up against the Storm, though, I don't feel particularly good about that. But anyway, we'll see how that goes.
0: That's it. Oh, I was going to say, mate, we can head down there and watch it if you want. At Wynn Stadium. hmm no, I, I anything but See the
1: storm? No way. Oh okay, fair enough. No no I I don't need to be down there for another fifty point driving, No, thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't good. Alright, let's get to the judiciary. There was not much news this week. Not many people were suspended. Big news is however Jacob Preston did take an early guilty plea to a grade three dangerous tackle charge for that tackle that busted up Jackson Hastings. Uh Look, he did get the grade three. I was hoping that he wouldn't get like a grade one or two or something. So it shows they are serious about it. Um, Ray Stone, well, he's already busted. That's why he accepted the two-match loss rather than pay three grand to do it, uh, to not play anyway. Jordan Rapana, a serial offender, $3,000 for tripping Remus Smith. Matt Tomoka $750 fine for a careless tackle. I'm just trying to see if there's anyone else. Uh, the interesting one is Damien Cook is now to his third and subsequent uh, with a, his dangerous throw, uh, and same with David Fafita for that shoulder charge. I don't know whether you saw that, Mitch. But no, uh, I didn't. i uh, he, he just—it was classic <coughs> shoulder charge, right? Like tucked the arm in. Uh it's just like he hit him in the chest and not the head. Essentially, if it was the head, he would be probably for the season. Yep. Uh that's about it. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. Nope, that's everything there. So, look, let's get to the games, mate. So, first game, oh, we got to talk about the other news. We had a retirement announcement this week, too. Uh, we had Croker uh, from the Raiders, which was kind of expected. Also I had, can't believe it didn't happen earlier. <laughs> that's it. We also had Tavita Pangai Jr. Whoa. So, Tavita Pangai Jr. has retired. It looks like he's going to pursue boxing. Boxing, yep. I wonder if Gus
1: knew about that. And that's why he was able to bring in so much talent over the last few weeks because, obviously, does that sort of ride off those salary cap implications moving forward for them?
0: Well, look, he was the most expensive player on the roster and I'll be honest with you, I think he's been moved on. But he's, from what I hear, he's not the sort of guy's out there flat out training every day of the week and doesn't no. like necessarily doing all these things like absolute elite talent but just doesn't love doing those hard yard stuff which the club really wants. Yep. And whereas boxing, you can kind of pick and choose. Yes, you've got to train hard for a few weeks. And then you but can I think he's cruise. capable of
1: that, as we've seen on the NRL field. He's capable of going all out for a little bit and then he needs to kind of drop off into cruise control. So, Yeah,
0: it would be interesting to see if he does get deep into like past the, you know, full-round boxing stuff. If he I think tries- the,
1: biggest, the biggest winners here are the Canterbury Bulldogs.
0: $925,000 back in the kitty? Probably. That's
1: That's huge. I mean, you know, we'll get to them in a second, but... The alarm bells have to be going off at Canterbury. I know we said last week that they they really couldn't afford to get blacked by Newcastle, and that's exactly what happened. Thirty-nil at half time. Wow. I
0: uh, it was not good. Uh yeah. Let's let's get to that game in a minute. But let's start off with the Thursday night game. Uh, repeat of last year's uh, semi: North Queensland Cowboys versus Cronulla Sharks. Was this a semi? Or was this this? It doesn't matter. Uh Cowboys. Uh, Jeremiah Nano returns from a shoulder injury. Cohen Hess goes to the bench. Carl uh, Felt and Murray Tualangi are playing wing and center. So Murray Tualangi at center. For the Sharks, uh, Ronaldo Militalo did recover from that ankle injury cop last week. And prop Tom Hazleton returns Jesse Colquhoun out of the 17. Pretty simple there. So Mitch, not many. Uh, let's start with the Sharkies. So there's not many guys that we want to talk about apart from Nico this week, but I'm not sure this is the best week to captain him in against our Cowboys team who finals are on the line this week for them.
1: Um, Yeah, look, up in North Queensland, it's probably not great, but the Sharks have found a little bit of form over the last couple of weeks. I thought they looked pretty good uh, the week before last against South Sydney. And uh, Nico's been playing with a little bit more confidence. So I mean, Nico doesn't seem to drop scores against the better side. So I'm not, I'm not sure. I 100% agree with that. I, I think, look, he, he might not crack out 100, but I wouldn't be surprised if he had between 60 and
0: 75. Yeah, that's true. It's more just the Cowboys. I think they've had coming off the bye. They're up in Queensland, seasons on the line. I reckon they're going to come out firing this week. You sh- show you how serious they are. They've finally admitted that Jason talmalolo is not playing at 13. He's not playing it. Oh. They've named him at number ten.
1: Wow. that.
0: that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, the other guy that uh, I guess for the Sharkies we got to talk about Cam McInnes. Uh, obviously, just a bit of a machine. Keeps on scoring points. Is much more to say about him, mate. I'm an owner, and I'm
1: very happy to own him.
0: Yeah, he's just he's one of those guys who he's kind of limited by his role behind Dalvin Núñez. They're basically two very, two similar. They're too similar yeah, to be in the same right. team. So it's funny, I, and I think Cam's still got the chops he's to be playing hooker or big middle minutes somewhere else, and the fact that they've got him not doing that, he must just be happy where he is, right?
1: Oh, exactly right. And, uh, yeah, no, I think that's a fair point.
0: Yeah, so uh, looking at his last four, 68, 85, 53, 88, uh, Cam McInnes is certainly very safe to own. I mean, yeah, the sure sort of
1: numbers he was pumping out at St. George before he went over to Cronulla
0: that's it and sort of took that step back so yep. he's 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 probably the safest thing if you've got to pull out of a paddy carrigan on Payne Haas this week not the most explosive he got his first try and i don't know how long the other day <laughs> just kind of dove over it was a pretty soft game uh Shark, is this i'm not sure there's anyone much else relevant here on that side mitch how about you
1: no i can't see anyone who i want to talk about i think mckinnis and nico are probably the big two
0: that's it. Oh, look, Britt is doing all right, simply due to the fact that the Tigers edges keep on pooping the bed, so if you got him, hold him. There's no one really worth trading him to. Uh, on the Cowboys side, there's really, look, Ruben Cotter's next year type of proposition. Uh, so really, we're talking about Scotty Drinkwater. Now, do you think he'll bounce back to form, Mitch? He kind of had a bit of a slide for a little while, so if we're looking at his last five, right? So his, his last five said so was the hundred and one, which he got against the Tigers, right? The last six, so so the seventy seven versus the Rabbitohs, which was impressive. The hundred and one versus the Tigers, fifty seven versus Seagulls, seventy one versus the Eels, but then thirty seven versus the Titans and a forty one versus the Broncos. Ugh,
1: not great. Uh,
0: yeah, and his fortune and the Cowboys' fortunes are kind of the same. So what yeah, are- that's
1: right well the that's I was going to throw it back at you do you think the Cowboys' fortunes are going to be reversed over the next over this week like well, this I, this I week's feel the like week. We, that's it that's what I mean it's like make or break so I mean if you own him he's an obvious hole but I don't think you get on because my you know my other question to you is at the moment there aren't too many obvious holes that wing a fullback other than Tedesco Ponga, if you're playing Joey Manu there Joey Manu uh the rest everyone else I mean I'm a Dylan Edwards owner and it's just painful uh, yeah. to be completely honest with you
0: yes I think Scotty's got now if you've held him through the buy, you've got to hold him uh, I think it's one of those ones where if you were looking to exit this week I probably wouldn't be bringing Scotty though at his price so just hold him see out the season because uh, the week after this he's got the Dolphins who are just the hemorrhaging troops bit by bit and then he's got the Panthers but it might be the reserve grade Panthers and the last time he was up against the reserve grade Panthers was round 16. He did pretty decently, got a last-minute try. Literally last-minute golden point try. That's pretty handy. That is. All right, uh, that's about it for the Cowboys. Who have you got winning this one?
1: Uh, I, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done here by six, mate. I think they've shown at different points in the season that they are still a very high-quality team. And while the Sharks have been
0: able to beat a couple of top-eight teams of late... I think they'll have a tough time of it up in North Queensland. That's it. I th- I think that yeah, the Sharks they've been fading a little bit late. So unless they unless they come out blow them off the park like they did the Rabbitohs the other day, yeah, I reckon that North Queensland will get them at home. All right, Friday night game. Uh, first game Warriors versus Manly uh, at Go Media Stadium. I'm not even sure where that is. Is that where is that? Is that Northland? Oh, it's Mount Smart. Okay, they just got the name here as Go Media Stadium. Uh so for the Warriors. Chance is back. So he's recovered from the HIA, Mitch. Uh, yeah,
1: as I said, I, know, I think Ed asked us on the group, the family chat how worried I was about Charns, and that's about the right amount of time. It was just in a couple of weeks. I just think he keeps get unlu- getting unlucky with those head knocks. It's not as though he's showing a propensity towards it. He's copying proper knocks, and it just kind of is what it is. Contact sport. That's it.
0: Uh, look, and Wade Egan, uh, he was hospitalized after that throat injury that he from a forearm, but the Warriors named him. Uh, Sean Johnson, he has a tight quad, which means he wasn't goal-kicking because he was feeling it as he was goal-kicking, Mitch. Yep. But he's playing. Uh, And then Blake suffered uh, what looked like a lateral injury, but is lining up against his old club. Banti Alfao comes in the place of Mitch Barnett, who copped a knee knock of some kind, looked like a low-grade MCL. Uh, DWZ escaped with a fine for his dangerous contact charge. Uh, That's about it for the Warriors on the Seagull side. Uh, phew, look, uh, Jake Arthur is an interesting one on the bench, even though Josh Schuster hasn't been performing. Brad Parker and Ben Trevojevic, as you mentioned, are out with HIA. So Morgan Harper replaces Parker in the centres. Kelmattua Luggy goes back to the back row. So this is a genuinely worse Seagulls team and a pretty full strength Warriors team, Mitch.
1: Oh, exactly right. I think this Seagulls team's in a bit of trouble here. Uh, interesting though Stu I was just having a bit of a think about Sean Johnson I am just I just put up the NRL ladder there I wouldn't be at all surprised if they start bumping his minutes down when they get right out ahead like if this game gets to 26-28 nil say for those Sean Johnson fans out there we do know that he has those predispositions to injuries and I reckon he's been carrying just a couple of little light niggles and this Warriors team need him fully fit I think the reason that they've been this good this year, as opposed to say last year, even is because he's been on the field the whole darn year. Uh, I I just, you know, they can't afford to not play him because you've got the storm and even the sharks who are only a couple of wins behind them. Uh, Yeah. I I think, you know, certainly if they're going to win this week, or if they get up big this week, you might see him rested towards the end of the game. And Mm. I also wouldn't be surprised if they kind of got locked in now. As a a Warriors player, you really don't want to face the Panthers round one um, in the final. So I can't imagine they even want to drop to the Storm. But for whatever reason, if they get to a position where third is locked in, I wouldn't be surprised if he got rested the final round.
0: Very interesting there. Yeah, that certainly makes a bit of sense uh, for giving just them Just throwing res- it out
1: there. Just, just if he's – what what I read between the lines is there is he's carrying a couple of niggles, and they're just trying to hodl him where they can. And, you know, he's an experienced player, so a week off the him is probably only going to
0: refresh him. That's it. And, the, uh, yeah, they'll just have someone to run the team around. So, That's right. Yep. Look, save a trade if you've got one for SJ just in case. Uh, but really, look – I'll be honest with you, most chance people, you know, you um, well, probably sold last week, so we're really not too fussed about him. So two people we need to talk about. So SJ, you've just mentioned this. We've got a little bit of concerns. Obviously, he will be probably pretty safe VC this week. Uh, uh,
1: yeah, Pretty safe. I Honestly, Stu, like, do you think that the Warriors could blow him off the park here or are you feeling okay about it? Because if the Warriors blow him off the park, he might get, 15, the boys, really
0: haven't necessarily been blowing too many people off the park this year. Obviously. No, they I, haven't. Honestly. They've been they've been playing like the Panthers, which is you. The process is the process, right? Yeah, that's that's all they do each week. Is is you know the process is the process. So, uh, I'm I'm pretty happy with where they're they're at, but it does mean that I'll probably pull the VC off him this week. Probably put on Nico. Hilariously, there's about a eighty grand difference in Sean Johnson's favour in price at the moment over Nico.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: nine.
1: Imagine if Nick had, a, if Nick had a got him at the start of the season like he oh. wanted to. So.
0: <laughs>
1: That's it, that slacker. Uh, That's never going to get old, is it?
0: <laughs> it's not. It's really not. It's uh,
1: like uh, Isaiah Papa Lee
0: from last year when we talked you out of that. Oh, mate, I was so cranky. <laughs> uh, it was partly it was my choice. That that one I was just took a line ball on Angus Crichton and then he just had a shock in season. Uh, yeah. Remember he was busted early in the season? Yeah, with yeah. that injury we never found out about. That's it. Uh all right, so looking at the rest of the squad, Adam Finol Blake, he's probably a good Haas alternate this week if you got him or Carrigan. Uh, his price is actually pretty reasonable now at seven fifty six, coming off a seventy six, and he looks to just be absolutely playing big minutes at the moment. So he has been very consistent since that sort of lower game against the Rabbitohs round eighteen. Since then, he's had a good run without absolutely blowing the lights out. So I reckon he's a pretty good for the run home, Mitch.
1: Yeah, I think he's not bad though. I think I prefer someone like uh big Tino who we'll get to uh, a little later on. I think he's a better player. That's true. I oh, look with higher upside. Like, cause and I, I've actually just pulled the trigger on that. It's to Tino and that's almost a like for like swap.
0: That's true. Well, look, T- Tino does have, uh, if nothing else more to play for, cause he's now playing for 1.2 a year. For ten years, yeah, yeah. Do they not learn anything from Talmololo? Yeah. mate? I just
1: don't want to get into it because I'm going to say the same thing over and over again. Uh, I believe a forward has a, and I actually think I've stolen this from someone, but I'll I'll claim it as my own. A forward only has a set amount of games they can play. Like, you know, a good hooker like Cam Smith or a great halfback, they could play three, 400 games and be really, really high level. Forwards only have a number of good games in them. So really what you're doing is you're probably playing five years worth of overs on that 1.2, maybe more. Like, there's yeah. no way he's well, a 1.2 million dollar
0: player. Look at Jason Malolo. Like, they've been playing him off the bench for a million dollars a year, right? And yep. they busted their cap for years to do it. And he's he's in like year. He's still got three years left of this after this year. It's. I'm glad he's not a dragon. Hmm. No, I got gotcha. uh, it, uh, you. The see- Payne Haas one, where he's got three years at similar money. I think he's on 1.25, right? At if least three it's years makes sense because, like, he's still at
1: the peak of his powers, right? Mm. 10 years. What will Tino be in 10 years? 33? 34? The, yeah, 33, I think. How many forwards in the league are performing at a $1.2 million performance, like level of performance? Like, how old is Jason Tamalolo? Uh, 30. He's off the bench, as you just said. Anyway, yeah. it's just, you know, stupid teams doing stupid things. That's why the Titans are not in the eight. Yeah, no, exactly. So uh and yeah the david fita one makes a lot more sense million dollars a year for three years that's sensible i think 1.2 unless unless he's going to make a transition to 5a
0: like bloody hell yeah gotcha. uh and the fact that they were talking about a payout about yeah anyway let's move on uh, okay so looking at the rest of the squads uh look tohu harris if you still held him he's still doing tohu harris type things but the fact that he he you know is not sort of hitting the real peak should let you know what you need to know there looking on the other side Seagulls there's really two guys we need to look at Mitch Reuben Garrick seems safe and DC.
1: they're both safe if you have them keep them and if you're looking to cash out they're not bad side swaps and uh, as you said I, I I think you know Manly Manly's still got a little bit to play for like I think they're theoretically a mathematical chance if ridiculous things happen yeah they're, so, they're
0: still on 25 so they're that extra game behind but you're right yeah. they will absolutely try and this week, this week's do or die for them. And look, yep. Ruben Garrick last week in a team that lost 50 points, you've got to be happy with that, right? He's a great well, fullback. Yeah, great. I, I think you
1: know, and you've got a perfect him- option at centre.
0: 50 points against the Panthers, not too many wing fullbacks have been able to pull off anything like that this year. No. all right. Uh, you know, that was with a try, but again, he's good enough to get the ball, right? Yep. Uh, and look, Cheza, exactly the same there, 88 points versus the Panthers. He's drinking all the milkshake because Josh Schuster is just pooping the bed. So... Keep on with DCE. Saw that one coming. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, that's kind of it for these teams. Who have you got winning? I've got the Warriors, but I, I don't have by much. I reckon about similar to the Panthers by about 12.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go 14 just to be different, but I think you made a good point that the Warriors are getting it done by uh, the points that they need to, because at the end of the day, you win by 10 points, you win by 20.
0: It's only two competition points. That's it. Uh yep. There, there's definitely no one else I want in the squad. So, oh, Hamali Olaquatu, he's still being pretty consistent there. Mitch, like as a point of difference, yeah, uh, getting some decent ball off DC. Another forty nine last week. Not amazing. Not. Uh, I guess if you hold him, hold him right. Yep. Done. All right. Let's get to the other Friday night game. Is it? It's not the Broncos because they got the bye, which means it's the Parramatta Eels versus the Sydney Roosters. The Eel squad is uh, pretty gross. So, Mike Acebo and Regan Campbell-Gillard are back. Dylan Brown's in halfback. Dion Arce uh, goes from centre to 5'8". Joe Offengawi starts at lock with Andrew Davy out, which shifts. And this is the bad news for us at home. Jermaine Hopgood goes to an edge, which Oof. is... And Madison off the bench. So I'm hoping that this is the sort of move which sees Jermaine Hopgood maybe do, I don't know, what, 20 minutes out there and then shift into the middle, Meadow comes on.
1: I hope so, but I actually have the ability to trade Hopgood out if I want to. So it's like, I'm wondering if I get out of Dodge and uh, use that 820k to get someone else as I sit here and think about that.
0: Yeah, so look, if you already had that trade loaded for Hopgood at some point and you got a good place to go to, yeah, this week could be the week.
1: I uh, can't see too many good
0: options, though, if I'm honest. With you that no, second row at Ed Edge. Is can you play Tino at Edge? No, you can't play him on Edge. No, on Edge That's there it. is not many good like options. Like
1: maybe right. David for Feeder, but I, 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 I just don't. Feeder and Bateman. That's it. Yeah, and what, they're both on poop teams. Anyway, it's, it's uh, a bit of a graveyard out there.
0: It certainly is. So I'm just I'm pulling it up now. Edge, Bryce Cartwright. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw
1: that. I'm not. I, I, I refuse. Nat, I will Nat not, Butcher
0: but. is probably the safest one. Then that you're going to a Scotty Sorensen. Like, but again, yeah. you're not being blown out of the way.
1: Honestly, you're probably better to stick with Hopgood though. Just, just sort of rolling that through together with you. It's like, it's Hopgood. Uh, Tyson Frizzell, maybe not a shocking
0: T- option. Tyson Frizzell's a decent option, but again, like 43 last might,
1: week. A, yeah, I might as well. You might as well keep Hopgood because I reckon he's a good
0: chance of getting 50 still. That's it. So, but just just be slowly having a look there depending on where he sits in your team yeah. uh on the flip side here like this look Clint gutherson he he just got a bad score but the team got trounced the team got absolutely trounced last week the only guy other guys maddo again the team got absolutely trounced last week there's not much to be done about that right no like just if you come off the bench and you're already getting tuned up around the edges there's no amount of nothing a middle forward can do so uh, just hold there or sell if you do have an exit, that's fine. Uh, this team is on the way out. The Roosters, the best, most fantasy relevant bad team that there is. James Tedesco keeps on knocking out good scores, Mitch.
1: Yeah, I'm um, again a very happy owner. And as while the Roosters still have something to play for and James Tedesco has to carry them to the finals, I'm going to continue to be an owner.
0: That's it. So look, James Tedesco is a great cash out option for Reese Walsh this week. Only
1: the uh, one that's given me the major poops, Stu, is Billy Smith is playing like I said he would last year, which is very irritating because I called him as a great player last year and he wasn't particularly good and went down with another ACL and this year when I refused to grab him, he's uh, been very handy.
0: He has been like ironed in for a while and then he just obviously got busted again so I had to let him go But uh, just for a couple of weeks but I couldn't afford the coverage. But yeah, no, he's really come good, as the team has. So same with Joseph Manu and surprise, surprise, Joseph has come good since they moved him back to the wing. He he was you, not you a you predicted
1: that no. And and you know, given his NRL career is coming to a close over the next few months, it's sort of No, he's, he's signed next year. Well, so so far as we know. That's true. There's nothing to say he won't bail out. Um before the start of next season. But the point is there's no, not enough time for him to actually learn the position and centre actually requires making a, making defensive decisions. Whereas, Winger, you stay on the guy in front of you, you're pretty
0: good. Very true. Uh, so this week, basically, uh, look, Joseph Silly, he, uh, he will be pretty safe out there on an edge uh, and he's kicking goals. So he's just got one of those great baselines for a wing fullback. So at four eighty seven k is probably still the best of the mid priced wing fullbacks out there. Jerry Money just does Jerry Money things. If you sold him a couple of weeks ago, you've missed the hundred and ten points that he scored since then. Uh, Looking at the rest of this, the only other guy that we really want to talk about, Mitch. Obviously, Drew Hutchinson with a hundred and two. I'm guessing don't get sucked in, right?
1: Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking when you said it. I'm like, "What are we going to say about this?" <laughs> yeah, yep. I don't, don't go sure chase. I so
0: don't go don't chase. chase the dragon. Yeah, that's don't the, <laughs> the, uh, the don't chase the talakai moment from last year. Oh god, remember when Nick did that? Oh, I wish he was here for that. <laughs> yeah, 103k. <laughs> right, he gained last week. Like all the price has gone out of him. Yes, he's got to break him at minus 26. He will score well. Okay, this week, you're unless you're going.
1: Well, unless you're going for number 1 cash in in NRL fantasy, yeah, there's no point.
0: Well, in that case he missed out last week, right? And Well, that that's tr- that's true, yep. Uh Nat Butch is probably the only other one, so he's actually been playing pretty well as well. So he he racked up a good score last week, 78 points, which is a good return to form for him. So he's he's one of those guys who if you are looking for an exit for that sort of Mado style uh player, 723k, he has the DPP. Is pretty safe to be on your bench because he plays hard versus the good and the bad teams alike. Uh, and that's about it there. So Angus Crichton's back from knee injury. I hopefully gets a few less minutes and next year I can pick him up for about 20 bucks.
1: Yep. Be the first person in my team,
0: mate. Oh uh, yeah. Well, at an average of 33, yeah, it'll probably be mine too. Uh, <laughs> with an average of like long-term average of 55. Yes, definitely. All right. Who have we got winning this one? I've got the Roosters and I probably got it by about 18.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be a little bit tighter than that. I'll go Roosters by eight. Easy.
0: All right, get to Saturday. West Tigers versus Dolphins. So the Tigers one through 17. The Dolphins. Jeez, mate,
1: what, what are you going to be doing at that time on a Saturday? I could think of a lot of other things I'd rather do than watch this one.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I know. I'm kind of half interested to go to watch that game live. It's over at Combank. The. I don't know. I'll see
1: I'll see you when you get back.
0: Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> It'll be interesting to test that field because they're playing uh they're playing the Friday night game before then on the same field. But anyway, the the Tigers a lot targets...
1: of ACLs happened the last time too many people played on that field at, at once.
0: I I walked on it the other week, very slick, the yeah, the ground, like very, very watered. Yeah, that it was like fan state, they allowed everyone to walk on. Yep. Yeah. Uh very slick, very well watered, almost bouncy. Uh I think that's what might get some people is that little bit of springiness that you get on the harder turf.
1: Well, it might actually be like you can imagine, right? When you're wearing studs, they'll sort of grip in a little bit. Mm. Though when you plant, as you try and move your body because your foot stays where it is, that's where that torsion happens in and around the knee joint. And uh, that, that's probably what does it. Anyway.
0: Fair enough. Well, look, let's see if the Roosters find out because they're, they're the ACR <laughs> magnets. So, but yep. for the Saturday game, West Tigers 1 through 17, Dolphins Carnage. Connolly Lemuelu, Kenny Bromwich are both out. Herman S.A.S.A. and Nick, Mark Nichols come in. Jack Bostock and Robert Jennings are new names in the centres because Hammer's out also with an H.I.A. Along, so Lemuelu and Kenny Bromwich both failed H.I.A.s along with Hammer. eight can moves to the back row. Jeremy Marshall King is out for the season. He's getting the surgery, so he's been replaced by Harrison Graham. If you kept Harrison Graham, well done. Ray Stone is also out, so it's just absolute carnage in that team they're full of nuggets uh big thing for me in this one is if you've held any tigers this long this is probably the best week to hold them right mitch
1: oh absolutely like this is the week that they might cash in for you and uh get a win like i'm certainly not trading out ipappy
0: no i'm thinking that ipap is going to be running at jack bostock and robert jennings right like on the outside ball or against guys who just they're not like uh Ewan Aitken's uh, decent but he hasn't been playing edge for most of the year he's probably lost a little bit of size so imagine that he's going to be a bit of a target too and lots of slow older middle forwards like Josh Kerr not much lateral movement there uh, alright so hold your Tigers uh, for the Dolphins I'm not sure that there's any fantasy relevant Dolphins in this team left everyone's no. out, hammers yeah. out it- Jeremy
1: and Marshall King's out it's uh, a bit of a graveyard for them
0: that's it. Um, I'm just looking up, you, even you and Aiken. I'm like, oh, look, at 483, it doesn't matter because he's only going to get one game there, so leave him alone. All right, let's get to the next game. Uh, you might want to find something to do at 5.30 because it's Gold Coast Titans versus Penrith Panthers. So, uh, <sighs> look, everyone's having surgery apparently on the Gold Coast and it's not Botox for once or, uh, you know, breast implants. So instead... Uh, Kino Keeney starts a fullback. Jaden Campbell at 5'8". Tom Weaver makes his inaugural debut at halfback because Tanner Boyd is out for the season with his shoulder. Uh, AJ Brimson is named in the reserves. Jojo Fafida is out indefinitely. Mo Fonawake returns from his weekly suspension, uh, which means Tino starts at lock. Aaron Clark's shoulder also is out for the season. Please Haas uh, starts on an edge in place of Joe Stimpson, who will begin his on the pine. Uh, I'm just going to mention now that Cleese Haas is another way of saying turnstile apparently in NRL speak because so whatever side that he's playing on, expect plenty of movement down that side, Mitch. uh, I'm trying to remember the last time he played, but they got absolutely towed up along his line of running. So I think it's been a little while since he started. I'm going to, I'm going to find the game that he, because he had an absolute shocker. Uh, Anyway, let's move to the other side. So on the Panthers team, Jerome Lewis is back. Jack Cogger is in reserves. Spencer Lenu has been named in reserves. Might make it into the main run-on team. Mitch Kenny uh, returns after a week off. Tyron Peachy is back. Isaac Targo is still missing with that foot injury, Mitch. So I'm guessing we, we said sell him a couple of weeks ago. It's still like a hard sell, right, if he's been out four weeks yeah, with a lower well, leg exactly injury? Yeah,
1: exactly right. Yeah, exactly right. We, just, we haven't got much more information on it, right, though, have we? Still? I heard like- foot Ugh. So but I wonder uh, if he's got a Liz Frank and they're not saying it.
0: Yeah. So and if he does, I'm um, hopefully it's one of those you know they want him back oh, before it. finals. So maybe it's yeah. like that Jordan Ricky four to five weeks off type bizzo.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably spot on. Maybe I reckon you might see him around twenty seven. Hmm. Which is annoying as heck because I haven't been in my draft team.
0: Yeah. It might be around twenty six because they got that game versus the Eels. that They have to win. But why do they have to win that? Well, if they want to win the minor premiership.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they care about that? I think they just care about the, the premiership that matters.
0: The top two? Yeah, probably. You're right. And, is, um, P- is Peachy's been doing man. the job. Yeah. If he hadn't been doing the job, they might rush him back. So let's have a look. Uh, I'm trying to find the the game which Cleese Haas was playing, and he just got absolutely towed up. Missed tackles. Uh, it was against the Bunnies. He just got absolutely, like, he just missed a ton of tackles, and just they ran at him all night. Uh Moving on, so, look, for the Panthers team, I guess the only risk is, what, resting around 27, right, Mitch? Yep, exactly right. So, look, Nathan Cleary, I think, this week is the consensus consensus choice as captain if you own him against uh, what has traditionally been a pretty good target for him against uh, the Titans. I'm going to bring up his career average now. Now, for people looking for a middle forward this week, Mitch, I'm asking you, is Isaiah Yeo an answer? Yes, definitely. Definitely. He's
1: been brilliant all year, mate. He's Mr. Consistent. Isaiah is a straight up buyer, isn't he? Like, he's an excellent... He's probably the... If you're looking for someone who you're almost guaranteed to get high 50s, low 60s out of,
0: uh, he's your man. That's awesome. That's really good to know. So, I, I was thinking the same. I just wasn't sure whether, you know, whether you were thinking the same thing, so...
1: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm very... I'm a very happy owner. The only thing that concerns me about Yo is he's going to get a rest around 27. But as you said, I suppose that depends on whether they want the minor premiership or not
0: that's true and uh, and whether they're ahead if, if Broncos drop a game I think is where we might see that come into play like yep. more firmly uh, but they got them by this week so they won't so this looks to be full strength Panthers uh, Dylan Edwards that's the other question Dylan Edwards owners what should they do Mitch you're an owner what are you doing
1: there's no one else I can go to right so I, I have to hold which is a little bit annoying but then be the breaks right there's, there's not much I can do about
0: it yeah I'm kind of having a look at Winkful fullback. it's this time of year, it's it's is a little bit gross, isn't it? Like Latrell's got the buy next week. Yep. Uh, Tedesco, well, look the the gap between them, a long distance between them, those two now. Uh, Gutho's just coming off a ten. Walsh is on the buy. Like the next highest play below Walsh is Cole Felt, Oof. Cody Nikarima and Dominic Young. So that's that's kind of where we're at as a as an organization. Uh, Jacob Caraz, but obviously the Bulldogs are playing so badly, even he can't save him. Really, it's kind of Jaden Campbell, isn't it? Yep. 517K. I reckon and he's that's- probably the swap.
1: Probably, but like, you know, he's playing... Dylan Edwards will get it together. He, he's shown that he can produce the points. I, I personally am just going to stick it out. I'm just going to take the gamble and stick with the quality player because surely surely he'll get it together at some point, right? That's true. Uh, it's just he needs those tougher games, I think, for those base stats. I think that's the issue, right? Although... Uh, this is not likely to be one of those. It's maybe, really not. A, a, a maybe, he neither, gets, neither. maybe he gets
0: a try or two. Maybe that's where it comes from. He's good at those mid-range tries. Hope, hopefully. That's that's
1: all you can really hope for.
0: That's it. Uh, there's no one else that you really want. Uh, I'm looking down. Apart from maybe Dane Laurie, wing fullback, 443k, coming off of 59 points. He looked very good. He's not one guy we mentioned, but if I was looking for like a cash down wing fullback, he did look good. Uh okay i think that's about it for uh obviously scotty Sorensen this week uh will be paying up against cleese haas so if you're going to pick up someone this week uh scotty Sorensen, you could do worse on the titan side mitch you're talking about tino playing at lock how interested are you is he playing lock he's playing lock bro oh
1: my god uh wow that's probably why they signed him for 10 years um because well, yeah, aaron I, clark's out for the season I've got him. I think you'll get. I think you'll get points there, right? If he plays eighty minutes, he, he'll get a blizzard of points, dude. Like, uh, yeah, like, he, I, he doesn't
0: change how he plays.
1: I, uh, I put an asterisk. I think I said last week that I was going to pick him up for Haas and
0: just carry him the season, and I meant it. Mm. And he come. He looked really good last week. Like he did not look like he, he looked like a guy had three weeks off to rest and recover, right? Yeah,
1: but he he's the sort of player, and I know Nick was on him a couple of years ago. He just has no chill, right?
0: He does is is really got no chill, so he he traditionally gets sort of somewhere between sixty and seventy minutes at lock, uh, over the twenty two season. So and he yeah he posts pretty good scores. So hasn't really played there this year at all. Uh, looking at the so yeah, I th- I reckon he's a red hot buy this week. You are buying at the peak, but you've got probably got the money for it if you are buying him. Uh, Mo Fonawaker is like a cheap prop option if you just need a middle this week, but you can't afford Tino, but I would really prefer Tino like way over. It's like two tiers, three tiers above, uh, Fonawakea. David Fafita, Mitch, is the last one. I know he's been a little bit underdone. Did play bigger minutes last week. Was absolutely robbed of a try. Uh, what do we think about Fafita coming off a of 60 in 80?
1: Much better. Uh, I think, you know, we were talking last week whether it was back spasms or more of a discal irritation, maybe it's just more back spasms and he's going to come good over the
0: next few weeks. Yeah. Well, look, here's this thing's post-Origin, right, outside of that game versus the Eels where they push them, right? He's gone 61 minutes, 67 minutes, 73 minutes, and then 80 minutes last week versus yeah, the Sharks.
1: Yeah, so he's on the rise, so it sounds to me like he's coming – in the right direction so I I suspect you know if you're looking for someone to trade across if you're worried about hop good feed is probably your best best
0: option by margin right yeah we just want for him back sooner rather than later give him the good ball because Jaden Campbell will just run
1: well yeah that's right sort of like being outside
0: you and Aitken right (laughs) all right so that's pretty much it for them I've got the Panthers I've got them probably by I reckon this is one game where they're actually going to tune them up I've got them by 30
1: Yep, I got Panthers by a big margin, and I will be captaining the King.
0: That's it. This is the sort of game where, like, uh, not his last game, but the game before against them, he did a ton up. So, yep. and he does, he does love a try against sides which are soft on the edges. Uh, let's get to the last game: St George Illawarra versus Melbourne Storm at Win on Saturday on a cold and windy night, Mitch. So in Wollongong, uh, Zachy Lomax is back. Max Fina is making way. Francis Molo returns after missing week. Uh, Michael Molo moves to lock. Ben Murdoch-Masilla shifts to the bench. Uh, On the Storm side, uh, Papenhausen isn't in. Harry Grant is in the starting side, along with Ellie Katoa. And Will Warbrick is on the extended bench. And he'll probably make his way in if they can, because uh, their young Tom and Apia look shocking. Uh... Looking at this, um, part from Zachy. You, you know, uh, Lomax, is there any other dragons we want to own, Mitch?
1: Absolutely not. If you own any of them, what are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true. I guess Dan Russell. Dan Russell is the big exception there. Uh, he's getting a ton he's of looks re- He's actually
1: looked really good as well. Like, as I think I said it last week. We haven't missed Jaden Sewer there. Not a, not a huge amount anyway. He's looked excellent, Dan Russell. And I think both, both the Couchman boys have looked pretty good as well. Uh, they did. Not- they're not scoring big fantasy points, but I've got a little uh, star next to them for twenty twenty four. Yeah, they're they're, they're absolutely
0: handy. working their guts out. These guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Look, it's not for lack of effort on this
0: squad. It's just discipline, basically. Mm. And and a little bit of playing together. Like they're just slowly cycling through more and more players as they do. Yep. So and the constant shuffles hurting. So looking at this squad, the. Yeah, even Jacob Little, yeah, he's kind of come off the boil a little bit there, so it's actually low max or no one. Uh, on the Storm side, however, a number of players came good, Mitch. Nick Meany came good. Jerome Hughes looked good. Uh, Ellie Katoa looked good. Trent Liero looked good. And Harry Grant looked good. Ken Munster looked good. Was actually, just there, camp- there you
1: go, Stu. There's a good cash out for uh, Dylan Edwards, Nick Meany
0: With Paps hanging around? You think Paps will play? I think they want him to play before the end of the season. Oh. But probably off the bench, I'm going to guess, like in that um, Bronson-Garlic he, role. He's not named this week, mate. If he's going to play, he
1: has to play next week at 14 because then otherwise you're bringing him into a final with basically no match time. Like, Yeah, I, he's sure, playing I'm Queensland sure Cup.
0: Do. He, he yeah. played 80 in Queensland Cup last week. Did he? He did. It looked very good. Tuned them up. He's playing
1: Queensland Cup again this week. Yeah, he might play 14. You'd have to play him 14 ne- like next week mm. and probably aim for 40 to 50 minutes. And then the last week, you'd have to play him fullback for the 80 if you wanted him to play That's finals. That's
0: it, exactly. And push Nick Many to the wing to cover the issues yep. that they have there. Uh, all right. But okay, let's look at the guys. Uh, Ken Munster, 62. Most of it off a, you know, a double-step pump fake try. Uh, what are we thinking there? Is it expect more of the same this week? I'm tempted to captain him this week. He could look pretty good. Although they did take they did take this uh Souths into deep waters. I, I thought was, the South I thought Rabbitohs just played poop. They did. They did not look good. I didn't uh, think so. Dragons, Dragons tried real hard though. Like they just they've made tried it hard game. all but to be fair, they've tried hard all year. Like it, you that know as, as a, too often.
1: No, they they've put in. It's just as I said, it's as a fan you kinda want to see a
0: team that's trying to get rewarded. Hmm. That's it. So, look, I I reckon Ken Mustard will do well this week. Harry Grant, obviously, if you've got him, keep him. There's not too many other guys. Obviously, Nelson has been a sell for a while. Uh, Eli Katoa is the only one of interest here as well because it looks like he's back to getting a good ball from Jerome Hughes. I'm just having a look at his price now. 528k, he's off a 55. I would actually be interested in, like, if you had one of those trades where you had to find someone at a lower price to pick up one of the real studs this week. Ellie Katoa would probably be a guy worth picking up for the run home on your bench. Uh, that's about it there. Who have you got winning this one, Mitch?
1: I mean, I picked the Rabbitohs by 60 last week, but I think the Storm will get it done comfortably. Let's say 24.
0: That's it. Well, if they slapped Canberra as hard as they did, the side's not as good.
1: I, we saw that one coming, though. I think someone was trying to tell me that the Raiders would keep it close last week, and I knew they wouldn't. They just, they've been overachieving all year and the Raiders being sixth that present is unbelievable. I, I don't think they'll stay there. I think they'll be lucky to stay in the eight, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Can't wait for their Richie saltiness.
1: No, seriously, like the Knights are a good chance to jump them this week and you've got the Cowboys and uh, the Eels and Roosters That's all true. potentially And lurking. the differential's
0: so ugly. That's the big yeah. problem at this That's point. That's what I
1: mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Imagine if they go out the same way as the Broncos. They knocked out the Broncos last year just on that differential and run.
1: It could easily happen to them, easily.
0: All right, let's get to the Sunday game. Newcastle Knights versus South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, a couple couple of months ago, if you told me this would be a game worth watching, I would have said probably not. (laughs) Uh, But, look, let's go for the Knights. Jackson Hastings is in. Adam Clunes has been named in reserve just in case. Bradman Best returns from an inductor injury. Inari Tuala's... into reserve. So this is the tier one squad, uh, for for them. Like it's absolutely. There's nothing. No one out. There's no one busted. Look, there's heaps of people busted, which is why everyone's playing where they are. But you you know what I'm saying, Mitch? Yep. It's yep. uh, it's about as good as the Knights can look this year. And then the Rabbitohs. Uh, Michael Cheek Cam replaces Ben Lovett on the bench, and Hame Sele is sitting there somewhere in reserves. So, look, I think the Rabbitohs, they did sort of show that inexperience for the middle last week, week like, you know, Shaq Mitchell, uh, Arrow with those back spasms. Like, he was getting the um, massage gun in the back during the game. Was he? Jeez. Like, like, like he was on the sideline out there and, like, he's one of those guys, he, he's actually not as dumb as it sounds. He's not very, he's quite thin uh, in his uh, sideways profile, like very yeah. wide across the shoulders, but not, you know, not too much stomach or shoulders to him. Yep, and he was just getting the massive gun absolutely hammered into him. Mm. So not the, a good,
1: not a good sign if he's relying on that.
0: That's it. So and you look at the rest of the squad. Talis Duncan's a real talent. I really like him. The fact that Rugby Australia is after him kind of tells you what you need to know there. Uh, but look at the rest of the squad. Sevili, Havili, Davi Moale. It's I reckon that the uh, Rabbitohs are in a bit of trouble this game, Mitch. The the, the way only- they
1: played. The way they played last week. They they will be in huge trouble if they rock up. Uh, this week like that, but you know their season's on the line. This will be a cracking game. I think this will be a really really close game. Yeah,
0: I'm very interested. Uh, big guys we have got to talk about. So obviously, if you can't buy any of them, they have got the buy next week. But expect good games from Cam Murray and Latrell. Uh, Latrell just keeps on pulling out scores out of nowhere. Essentially, about five minutes a game. He turns up for, a, collects his check, scores his 60 fantasy points, and goes home. Uh. Cam Murray, kind of the opposite of that. He just really pushed through, but he he scored well last week in a, like, decently well. Uh, but, yeah, like, is there anyone else that we really need to talk about on that side? Uh, not for South Sydney. I mean, you wouldn't want Cody
1: Walker or Lock Lockie Elias at this point. Uh, and Campbell Graham's been a little bit down on form, and with the buy next
0: week, you just can't pick him up. No, that's it. Uh, for the Knights, uh, Tyson Brazil, he did look a little bit busted last week. Like he copped, I think, a lower limb injury just early, like just a bit of a knock, Mitch. So, but yep. he, he, that's why I think he was in the forties rather than the fifties last week. Interesting ones are the following: Dangagai, guy, Kalen Ponga, Bradman, Best, and Greg Marzu. It's really that that sort of backline for them, where all the points are at, right?
1: Well, that's where they figured it out a number of weeks ago when they went on this tear. They sort of got fully fit and they sort of clicked as a unit, that uh, back five. And uh, you've got a great forward pack that's giving him plenty of space. So, you know, Dane Gagai's gone from strength to strength and I was really really quite worried about that plantar fascia injury, but it it certainly doesn't seem to have affected him that much. And he's sort of playing as well as he has in a long, long time, probably even better
0: than he was uh, at South Sydney at different stretches. That's it. He's one of the guys I'd say is that uh, Dane Gagai this week uh, he'll be up against Isaiah Tass and Alex Johnson, who are not defensive powerhouses. So I'd say that uh, I'm not going to guarantee it, but I think that Dan Gago could be a great pod to have in your team in your head-to-head final this week. Yeah, uh, I like it. Excellent. Everyone's got Kalen Ponga, so we'll just leave him to do Kalen Ponga things. Uh, just watch out that Latrell Mitchell doesn't do uh, to him what he did to Joe Manu. Oh.
1: Uh, Calum Pong will be concussed forever if that happened to him.
0: That's (laughs) what I mean, dude. Permanent concussion. (laughs) All right. Uh, And look, I still can't recommend, even though Adam Elliott has actually been playing really well, still can't recommend him. Uh, On the next side, we get to the... Oh, who have you got winning this one, Mitch? I'm going to go south by four, mate. I think they've got too much class
1: and experience to, to to get done here. But I would like the Knights to win.
0: Yeah, me too. I um, I was really hoping the Dragons win last week. I was I was like cheering oh, well, every, every moment uh, like a fan. Do you know, it's just, it, it was there for the taking,
1: but we're just not a good enough team. They're just, they're just not synced up. But I, I think under Flanagan next year, if we had been a Flanagan coach team, we probably would have found a way to get that done.
0: That's it. Uh, look, I reckon the Knights might get there by six, kind of like they did against the Storm. If they get it yep. to that early lead, kind of like um, the Sharks showed the way the other day. Put points on him early, don't give him time to settle. Yep. Uh last game. Uh the game of the teams that got slapped last week. Raiders versus Kennery Bulldogs at G.I.O. Stadium in Canberra. Uh Raiders. Uh <laughs> Ricky Stewart had a minute one minute twenty seven press conference last week. And uh but he's only made a couple of changes. So Jared Kroger's back. Uh so Ethan Strange drops to reserves, Pasami Solo and Adam Trevelyan drop from the bench so Tom Starling's recalled and James Schiller has been recalled to the bench so they're playing like a center and a backup hooker off the bench Mitch so we'll come back to that on the Bulldog side uh Jacob Preston's out so Corey Waddell is in the second row Ryan Sutton's back from a neck injury Luke Thompson goes to the bench thank god uh Re- Raymond Fatala returns to the bench Harrison Edwards makes way Liam Knight's been named to Vita Pangai Jr. to the bench as he's announced his retirement.
1: Yeah, which we were talking about before, which, you know, as I said, might be good for all
0: parties concerned. Yeah, I think so. And I, I don't think Pangai Jr. will earn more or less money. I think he's got enough of a name brand to be able to get those decent-sized fights. Yep, I think he'll do. I think he'll be a good boxer. There you go. Well, yeah, at a certain weight, you've just got to hit people hard a few times, as dumb as it sounds. <laughs> No, like seriously. You, you, no, it's a fair point. I, it, I don't think it's dumb at all. As the weight gets bigger, your ribs don't get any stronger.
1: <laughs> no, that, that's right. And your skull does not get any thicker.
0: No, that's it. Uh, looking at this, the big one is obviously for the Raiders, there's absolutely, what, three players worth owning there. Matty Tomoko obviously just had a bit of a shocker last week in a team that got towed up and then got sent off. So thank you, Dean, for picking him up and giving me the win but I reckon he will bounce back this week against what looks to be like a pretty soft Bulldogs edges. Uh, Soft Bulldogs team, Stu. What? It's a soft Bulldogs team. It is. They're soft everywhere. (laughs) They are, but like, especially they got fanned out today just around that sort of gap between the middle forwards and the edge forwards between Kikau and um, Luke Thompson, which I'm going to guess is why Luke Thompson's on the bench this week. And you've got uh, Ryan Sutton there, a little bit more mobile not coming off 20 weeks off <laughs> Bloody hell! anyway so yeah uh, i felt felt bad a bit for luke thompson trying to trying to tackle these fast fellas outside of him uh trying to think if there's anyone else oh really we've got to talk about joey tarpanay and Corey Horsborough. we do so uh, tarpanay coming off a of shock shotgun score mate what are we feeling i'm selling you're selling is, is he you selling to tino nope or are you selling him
1: to I can't say because I need to beat someone who listens to this
0: podcast. <laughs> oh, mate, come on. You've you, you got to put it out there, mate. Who, who are you picking up? You've got to so, advise the p- p- listeners at home. That's bullshit. Um,
1: I, I've gotten uh, a That's a straight swap. And I've kept a bit of cash aside and I'm
0: swapping uh, Tarpani for Cleary. Oh, that's a big change. I like it. Uh, on the... Uh, yeah, I guess if you don't need another middle forward... So well,
1: I've got I've got uh, Mario on my bench and uh, you know I've got plenty of coverage at mid. I, there's so many good mids out there at the moment. Mid's not a problem. Edge that's is. true.
0: And look, Corey Horsborough showed his class last week. Like he still managed to 49 in a team that got towed up because he's just an effort player. So I, and- I don't I don't hate
1: him as a as an option over Tino, uh, but I prefer Tino. Tino's one. Corey's probably two. Yeah. Just the only the only issue with Corey is like okay they got the Dogs this week, but then they got the Broncos and the Sharks. Yeah, but the uh, way that he plays in
0: the middle, he's just, they're playing in huge minutes throughout the middle. There's only two forwards on that bench. If you look yeah. at it, so you've got Tom Starling and Schiller. So really you've got Ada Mariota and Emre Guler are the only middles on that bench. And as we know, uh, they do not give many minutes to Tarpane or to Papali.
1: No, So I, right.
0: I can see 70 to 75 minutes for horsepower in this game.
1: Yeah, and and he'll probably crack out 60-odd points. I I don't hate him as a buy-at-all. He's, you know, in that top tier of forwards Mm. with Yo, Mickiness, and uh, Big Tina, and Haas, obviously. That's it.
0: And, yeah, we'll see how he goes. On the Bulldog side, I know that a few people bought in Caraz last week. I reckon he might have a bit of of a better go this week. What do you reckon, Mitch?
1: Uh, Against this Raiders team that I think is more... Uh, likened to sort of a 10th or 11th place NRL team, I think he'll have a much better chance against them. Although I am surprised Karaz didn't have a better game against Newcastle. I know those edges are stronger uh, than than most teams, but Kraz generally does pretty well, irrespective. It's just sort of shows where the Bulldogs are at.
0: Yeah, that's it. And uh, on that side, I think they were, they are pretty strong on that left-hand edge uh, with uh, Fitzgibbon out there. The, uh, whereas this week he'll be running at Jared Croker or Jared Croker. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is out there. Uh, look, Out put on some great hits last week, but that was about it. Um, I'm not sure there's any other Bulldogs that we want to own. Is do certainly we literally- don't want to.
1: No, certainly don't want to own Matt Burton. I warned you, chuckleheads, at the start of the year not to buy Matt Burton, and you guys were bullish on the dogs, and now look what what's happened.
0: Well, he yeah. had it. He had a great run through the middle of the season, dude. So you so had a game, say, so okay, 59, 44, 65, 50, 39, 63, right? Like he had, and he had a number of games hitting 60s, then he had a number of 70s. It's just late in the season where he's fallen off.
1: The whole team has, though. There's something not quite right there. I'm not sure what it is, but...
0: The... They, they keep on tinkering with the team. If you take this team and compare it to their round one team, right? So you train all off-season with a game plan right I
1: think that's just it that the players just don't have confidence in themselves like they've just they've just annihilated their well, confidence within the team and, and, there's and, no, and each
0: other like they've cycled through 60 players in the last three years through the club at some point you just go to kind of pick and stick right yes and there's no structure in the like because they're all from different systems they don't know it it's not like hey there you get the next guy from the storm or the panthers they've been playing the same way in all the reserve grades these guys they've been training differently they just don't know each other Right? Yep. They're not listening for the same voices. So it takes a while for people to realise, like Liam Knight wasn't playing for the club at the beginning of the season. Yeah? Well, that's like, what I mean. K- missed 14 games. Sutton's missed 10. Flanagan's been in and out of the squad now. He's coming off the bench as a Thompson's bench hooker. Been out the whole season. Yep, yeah, Fatala Mariner's been in and out. Blake Wilson didn't start the season. Like, who in this squad started the position in the current position and hasn't at been the, injured?
1: Anato Carp. Oh no, no got busted. it's Matt Byrne, it's the only one that I yeah, can see Yeah, Maxi
0: King's been in and out, that's it, that's the entire starting player that you can tell Yeah So that's that's why they've sucked uh, But they have found some good guys like Harrison Edwards and Curtis Morris, so well done to them So look, I think uh, I think that's about it there, I think that the Raiders will win this one I think they've won it by about 12 points Ricky Stewart will still be assaulting the press conference
1: Raiders have to win, mate, because, as I said, they've got the Broncos and the Sharks, and if they drop two games and the teams below them win win their next uh, three, they're out.
0: That's true. See you, later. See you later. Actually, and I reckon the Bulldogs will want to put on the hurt this week because they'll probably smell a little bit of blood in the water.
1: They really need to get a couple of wins to finish off the season. It, <laughs> it does matter. No, it matters for next season. Like, it, yeah. it really does. Whoever's there, you need to come into the
0: off season with a bit of momentum. That's true, and they'll be fighting i will be up against the Seagulls and Titans who will be wanting to salvage some pride too. So yeah, they, I reckon this week might be the go for them. All right, uh, let's get to the captaincy this week. Who have you got the big C on? Uh, the King, mate. He's back in my squad, thank God. All hail him. That's it, same for me. Uh, only thing I've changed is the vice captaincy. I have put SJ out of the vice captaincy where he's been sitting for the past few weeks. I yep. uh, have yeah. moved over to Nico. Was tempted think, to put on I Cherry Evans, smart. but playing away from home, I'm not as sure there.
1: I think I think Nico's
0: the safe bet mate. yep, that's it, just in case something happens uh and spicy captain for this week mitch who's who are you thinking about Mr Spicy uh, Cameron Munster against the dragons uh, against the middles who are they playing in the middle this week like, uh, I, I know they've got Molo well, in well there. they've
1: well Jack debellen got booted for four weeks for tackling someone so <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I'm just so upset about that. Like you've got one of the best tackling techniques in the league. It just makes me so angry. Uh, they have uh, L- 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 Laurie, <that-> Laurie and Molo. Uh, uh,
0: Laurie, Laurie uh, and Molo, right? But there's Billy Burns and Dan Russell. Oh, look, they're not as these. They're not soft tacklers. They're not. They're not big edge forwards. Not damaging, but they're not. The dragons look stiffer since they've been there.
1: Yeah, they have. And look, if DeBellum was there, I probably wouldn't be saying this, but he's just so sold in the middle. I know you and I watched that Warriors game at wind stadium and he was just there every single time the uh, opposition tried to cut back to the middle. So yeah, no, he I was. Just, I just, feel like, that that's,
0: they, a, that's a classic scored.
1: monster mood, right? That is a classic is. monster move is to step off the left and come back inside and find speed in the middle. And that's why I sort of said Meany could be an interesting buy, but I do think he's unlikely to play out the season. If Paps played 80 minutes last week, I, I think we'll see Paps. Um at fourteen next week.
0: Yep. Uh having looked through the rest of these guys, um look, if you want to go super spicy, it depending on how how much spice that you like. The Dolphins look very, very fragile to me. I reckon it is a chance for the Tigers to put on a score here. I reckon either one of the edges could crack out a seventy to eighty point game. I reckon Dane Laurie could put on seventy points this week as well. He looks very good when he runs. Like he's got that you, you know that speed which just catches people out right yep. it's the
1: perfect yeah. speed to be having at 58 right I, I actually quite like him there
0: yeah like he's he's really got that cut through speed and he's got a little bit more like uh he runs a little bit less high than uh, a guy like Sloan as well so he's less yep. caught the arms tackles do not he he busts through arms tackles he doesn't uh get hauled back by them which is sloan's main issue
1: yeah, I think if Sloan can build up a bit more size, he will be able to bust through him as well. And, mm. you know, I, we've seen him close enough to know. I think he is going to be able to put on some size to that frame. That's I think it. Sloan will be able to break out of those in different ways.
0: That's it. As long as he doesn't use peptides, we're all for that. All right. Sorry, had to speak about the new coach. Uh, oh, <laughs> I,
1: I'm glad I didn't respond to that because the things I was going to say i probably get in trouble for.
0: That's it. And I just ha- had to talk about what, what exactly what they weren't going to be doing next year. Totally. Uh, let's get to some questions from the people, mate. So, not a huge number this week. I'll be honest with you. I think a lot of people are out of trades, Mitch. So, yeah, I
1: don't think everyone's carrying eight trades into week 25 like I am.
0: <laughs> mate, no, I don't think they are. So, let's get to the Facebook comments. So, uh, Dean McKenzie, who... He's going Hey Boys and Stephen Bradbury Lord, which is me. So I snaked him last week. He's going Adam Fanur Blake or Munster? Munster. Yeah, me too. That's Munster Dino. Uh John O'Taylor asked semi final of his head to head. Needs to trade at Haas. What's the best option? He's thinking Guinness or D C E? Tino. Yeah, I like Tino too. If I, I'm I'm gonna keep for ca uh, sorry, uh I'm going to keep uh, oh, Maybe he
1: has to do that for cash. So hang on. what Was it McInnes or DCE? i go McInnes. Like he's just, he's a tackling machine. But if, if you have another choice, I'd go Tino.
0: Yeah. because But, I'm but out of Mc-
1: those two, let's go McInnes.
0: Yeah, because Haas and Tino, they're virtually like for like. So I can see it oh,
1: Honestly, it's a straight swap, but maybe he's trying to bank a bit of cash. So we'll, we'll say McInnes.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Having a look here just through the other channels as well. On oh, your piece of junk. I love it when uh, when Facebook mucks around with you, mate. This is great podcasting here. Just listen to me, watching me yell at my computer.
1: I can just hear the clicking in the background. I'm sure people, if they turn up the volume <laughs> loud enough.
0: Oh no, mate, should. Uh, you, you should see me. I've got click removal on. I do, because often
1: uh, I've wondered about that.
0: I, what I do is I, I go through and filter it post, post thing. All right, uh, Jim McHugh asks, he's in a head-to-head semi for a guy who's got Horsburgh, Hopgood and McInnes. He's got Haas, Yo, Murray, and Hopgood. He's got six trades. He wants to use three. Okay, so the scenario is nice. set. So he's got Haas, Murray, Murray, Yo, and Hopgood. So he wants to he wants to get rid of Haas. Should he bring in Tino, Horsbrough, or Adam Fanua Blake in place of Haas? Tino. Yep. Uh or
1: Horsbrough, but if you want the cash Horsbrough to use the other trades, but trick.
0: Yeah, Jim, if I'd say that if you're feeling like you're ahead of him, I'd pick Horsburgh just to reduce that differential. Sometimes, like I don't know whether you've done this before, but sometimes I pick the same player as my opponent just to reduce the number of points of difference. So where I think that I'm ahead, I just get further ahead.
1: Yep, I agree with that. I like so, that play. Just actually. in case, it just, yeah, yeah. It just it just cancels that out. So then your better players have a chance of beating whatever plays he has. That's left. it.
0: If you're about equal or behind, it's Tino because I think you're right. Tino does have the higher upside, so he's more likely he also, to make you up the points. He's just a bit like of a risk player. Yeah, but as as we've seen from his run this year, like uh, let me bring up Tino just real quick here uh, before before I give him the full endorsement. Tino is last three average of sixty three point seven. Last five average of 66.4. So uh, if we're going back here, obviously he's got a number of DMPs. So his last five goes back to round 14. Uh, 72 versus the Rabbitohs, 69 versus the Tigers, 71 versus the Raiders, 41 versus the Eels. So I think they were drubbed in that one. And 79 versus the Sharks. So it's good and bad teams, Mitch. Yep. No chill. I like him. Yeah, I do too. It, it's just that he's so hard to run for the full season. He's not really a keeper just because he gets suspended so often. All right. Uh, I'm just looking if there's any more on the list here. I think that's... Ah, oh, here we go. Danny Weir. He's got a... Uh, this one's for Two trades. He needs a center or wing fullback. He's got Lemuelu, Manu, Ponga, Teddy, Garrick, and Chris. So, obviously, Chris and Lemuelu are out this week. He needs to get rid of Haas. So... Okay, this is a bloody complicated one. So basically, he he's, needs a centre or wing fullback to trade out for Lemuelu or Chris. What are we thinking? So both
1: there? both need to get traded out.
0: Well, at least one, because he, he then needs a middle, because he's getting rid of Haas, and he needs needs a middle. So let's get okay. let's deal with a centre or wing fullback.
1: Let's, let's bank some cash and get him. Uh, does he have Horsburgh? Let's so, say he doesn't. So no, he, no, no. He, he
0: he does. Okay, so he's. Let, let's deal with the wing fullback first. So he needs to well, no, I mean, fullback.
1: I, the reason I don't want to is because if you get, if you can, because you can get Corey Horsbrough for sixty k less, and I can then you could trade up. You can use, correct.
0: I got you. Okay, so no, he has Murray, Yo, Hopgood, Horsbrough, and Butcher.
1: Okay, so you, I would actually. All right, and
0: oh, okay. So already got Teddy and Garrick. He's he's got a friggin' amazing team by the look of this. He won't be able to get ponga. Won't be able to get drink water. He's got he's got ponga. Uh, he doesn't have drink water.
1: Yeah, but where's he getting that eight hundred and five k? Uh,
0: trades Haas to drink water, and that's that's one option. It's you're paying absolute peak dollar for it though. I, I'm just having a look here because there's not many wing fullbacks or centres worth having this week. Uh, here's an option. Uh, you could go Haas because he's got Murray, Yo Hopgood, Horsburgh, and Butcher, right? So he's absolutely stacked in the middle. Yep. I would say if you go Haas to a guy like maybe uh you want to take a punt on a guy like Gagai. Uh so seven hundred K, so you've got hundred and forty K in the bank. And that allows you to go uh Lemuelu and uh you can go pick up a middle there. Uh six hundred and forty, just just go pick a guy who can give you some coverage. Yep.
1: Yep. I think that's that's probably what you have to do, right? Because it's just there's just not enough cash there to get that top top tier um player
0: no because the guy that you're trading out for your center is a guy like Lemurlu or chris so yeah real tough choices there so i definitely go get like a a gun center because it looks like your forwards are completely stacked and that that'll really sort you out and then you go and um, just find a guy who gives you a bit of dpp coverage you know on an edge or something like that so maybe like a guy like Jackson Ford or some, just someone with a bit of DPP and you know that you can play if you have to, if there's some injuries. Ellie Katoa, like just someone. All right, uh, that's about it for this week, Mitch. Uh, any last thoughts from you?
1: No, mate. Uh, there's there's not much meat left on the bone at the moment. So Oh. Th- 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 I think we've said everything we could say,
0: right? That's it. And look, it's only going to get shorter as the weeks go on. Like next week, it's going to be like, well, there's 25 fantasy relevant players, and the 17 players in your squad.
1: Yep, exactly right.
0: Maybe I should do that next week. Just put up a post going, Here's all the fantasy relevant players. If you don't have them, <laughs> good luck. Until one of them, you know, until you get a 102 points from friggin' Drew Hutchinson.
1: Yeah, but that stuff's happened every year. Weird that, stuff like that happens all the time.
0: That's true. The Talakai effect. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. If you made it this far through the podcast and through the season, we do really appreciate you guys listening. And thanks for listening to the Round 25 podcast. Thanks for listening to the Boomer or Boss podcast. Make sure to subscribe and check out our Facebook page for more info.